Downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Oh, Arts Express is blowing its whistle at the 3CR station. Arts Express. Power to the people. So all aboard for a journey with Valerie Fafala and Trish Posterino into alternative theatre, cabaret, festivals, comedy and arts activism and plenty of great music, Trish. Oh yeah, that's the ticket. Good morning, you're with Valerie Fafala and Trish Posterino on Arts Express, 3CR Community Radio, 8.55am, digital, podcast and streaming live from 3cr.org.au and available online later today. Today our guests are Savannah Cassidy-Peterson, writer and director of an original musical and dramatic comedy, Fuck Boys the Musical, excuse the language. And Too act- late. Yeah. <laughs> and actor and musical comedian Ashley Clark, who's developed... Creepy Songs from My Childhood Cartoons, a nostalgic cabaret comedy with heart. And that's going to be coming up when? Starts on Sunday. Hello, guys. Welcome. Oh, thank you for having me in the studio. Um, it's yes. a pleasure, Ashley. Oh, thank you. Uh, yes, so Creepy Songs from My Childhood Cartoon. It's my first solo cabaret project that I'm putting together. And, um, yeah, it goes live this Sunday night, 7 p.m., on Sunday, the 9th of September, at a cocktail bar in the city called Bar Ampere. Oh, brilliant. That sounds exotic. Yes. What's that like? Uh, it's beautiful, actually. It's mm. this um, French cocktail bar. They serve lovely canapes. But it's sort of, it looks like a small bar from the outside, but it's kind of got this labyrinth on the inside. Okay. Yeah. So, a bit like your show. Um, yeah, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. It's, it's very, you know, it gets yes. bigger and bigger the yes. more you look into it. Yes. Um, but yeah, Bar Ampere, it has a, a couple of different little cocktail rooms, and one of them is called The Swamp, and they've turned, they've decided to start using The Swamp as an actual working theatre space. Um, but it goes by a different name. It'll be called The Fireside when yes. there's performances in there. So oh, it's happening at The Fireside at Bar and oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Excellent. We go a fair way back with Ashley because uh, she was, well, for a start, she was uh, attending our All Girls Jam back in 2013 and doing some wonderful comedy and singing. And then earlier at the Adelaide Fringe Yes, Festival. and then earlier you met her too, Trish. Yes, indeed. In Geelong, uh, I was it? just oh. no. It was in a, it was in the Adelaide Fringe. Well, well it, yes, it was. But that's another life, isn't uh, it? That's Ashley? a crazy story. Yeah, I mean, a bit like your creepy songs from childhood. Uh, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from childhood cartoons. Now we all know the Roadrunner, but give us a few examples, maybe. So I, I, I feel like there were lots of. I, I learned how to sing from yeah. watching cartoons when I was a kid. Like yes. I, I basically repl- like imitated Disney princesses, which, you know, yes. maybe I didn't necessarily find an original voice, but that's kind of where my voice sits anyway. So mm. I always grew up just singing songs that I learned from cartoons. And when I started playing ukulele back in 2010, I just gravitated towards 
show tunes and, and cartoon songs for some reason. I think I just thought it was cute and, you know, it's unusual repertoire. You don't usually hear people busting that out. They, on a ukulele, people usually play Riptide, whereas I wanted to play Part of Your World from The Little Mermaid. And That's um, brilliant. Yeah, so I did a project a couple of years ago for Short and Sweet Theatre Festival where I did um, Trashly Does Disney, where I did parodies of Disney songs. And then I wanted to stick with the cartoon theme, but this time I was more interested in the stuff which um, had a profound effect on me when I was young. Yeah, so sure. Just like creepy songs. A little yeah, bit of edge. Yeah, like, mm. you know, and when I say creepy, it's not necessarily spooky or macabre, although those themes do come up in the show, but it's also just um, the really intense emotional stuff. Yes. Yeah. Can you give us a sample um, on the uke? Would you like me to play yeah. now? Yeah, okay, that'd cool. be fabulous. Well, the I have my little Mahalo ukulele here. This particular song is... Um, comes from Dumbo, and (laughs) this song has a profound effect on both children and adults alike when they watch the film. Well, we all love elephants, don't we? Yeah, don't we? (laughs) It's it's called Baby Mine. It happens early in the film. Oh, yes, I know that. Yeah, and, you know, already, like, it invokes such strong emotion of that maternal mother-child bond, and and it's a bit sad because, unless you're familiar with the film, you might not know, but Dumbo's mother sings this to her son, but Mm -hmm. uh, she's imprisoned in a caravan. She's been locked away because they think she's a mad elephant just because she was protecting her son from being bullied. So he comes to her at the end of a a really rough day to, like, reach out and be, like, you know, looking for support from his mum, and she basically cradles him and just sings this really heartfelt song, and Mm. I I had to put it in the show because, you know... Maybe um, a few politicians might need a little bit of that sort of love. Yes, well, (laughs) I don't think... Females, anyway. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Go for it, actually. Go for it. Thank you so much. Goodness knows, 
But you're so precious to me, cute as can be, baby of mine, baby of mine, my baby of mine, oh, baby of Oh, that's so beautiful. But nothing creepy about that. That's actually so soothing. I hope it's sort of out there. (laughs) I mean, like I said, when I say creepy, I don't mean necessarily spooky. I just mean anything that gets to the heart of the matter. Like if it leaves you. gives us goosebumps. Yeah, goosebumps. Yes, that's right. The hairs on it. It gives you goosebumps. Like if it's a weird feeling or or like. Maybe uncomfortable, but not in an unpleasant way, but just yes. like, um, yeah, you know, like a an intense emotional reaction. Absolutely, and it kind does that. It's a little creepy. Song. Yeah. yeah, and you've got a really lovely voice, and oh, thank you. I yes. hope I'll Disney say. people out there are listening because uh-huh. Ashley has really got that that voice. It's oh. wonderful. Oh, oh it's thank you. Just fantastic. And this is you describe yourself as a. A 90s cartoon junkie, which I think is wonderful. You must have just fallen in love with some of those songs. Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I just spent a lot of time in front of the TV when I was a kid. Um, mm. And I talk about that in the show. I'm one of six children. Yes, and, and good babysitter. Yeah, well, I well, my mum allowed the TV to be the babysitter a yes, lot of the time. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> of course, that is what you mean. Um, not that she was an absent parent by any stretch of the imagination, but, like, she was she was when liberal. She let tough. us watch, yeah. you know. Mm. Watch yeah. what, what well look what, what we came wanted. out of it. Mm, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a, that creative. Yeah. Now you've also performed for Anywhere Theatre Festival, Black Fox Theatre Company, the Woodford Folk Festival, mm-hmm. Art Party Melbourne, Queensland Health and Central Queensland University, and yeah. you're a regular voiceover artist. Yeah. Uh, for Nova 100 and Smooth FM. So you're really getting around a lot. This is your first full time. Um, cabaret show and look we wish yeah. you all the best it starts on the 9th 9th mm-hmm. 10th 11th 12th of september from 7 p.m mm-hmm. uh, the venue is the fireside at bar ampere 16 russell place melbourne which is a great spot you know you're in town you can pick up the show after a bit of shopping or whatever but even it's worth deliberately coming in to the city and having a, a just a maybe a, a little trip down memory lane with the lovely Ashley's voice, oh, you know, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so Ashley Clark um, performing creepy songs from my childhood cartoons. Yeah. Sensational. Come along and bathe in some nostalgia. And there's a bit of high-tech stuff to have got a cool PowerPoint, which is fun. So <laughs> come and watch that. Thanks very much for coming in, Ashley. We hope to see you again soon. Thank you. Um, we'll just put a song on at the moment, which is let's go for um, Sunrise in Richmond, the off topics.
Okay, so now we're going to be speaking to Savannah Cassidy-Peterson and her colleagues... (laughs) Megan, Megan Mueller, and Casey Seabrook. <laughs> These are wonderful Americans from Orlando. And Cassidy, uh, sorry, Savannah Cassidy Peterson, mm-hmm. writer and director of an original musical and dramatic comedy, Fuck Boys the Musical, <laughs> which was the 2018 Orlando Fringe Award winner, USA. Mm-hmm. And um, this is fabulous. So you're all the way from Orlando having raised funds yourself for this wonderful show now. Tell us about it. It's making its international debut at the Melbourne Fringe Festival. So welcome to Melbourne. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, welcome. We're really Fabulous. excited. We're really excited to be here. When did you land? Um, we So we left America on September 2nd, Casey yeah. and I. And so we got here the 4th, technically, like with the time change. Yeah. Um, so we've been here for a couple of days, and we're here until October 1st. So oh, we'll be beautiful. here the whole month. Excellent. Yeah, oh. we're really well, excited. Well, tell us about the show. I mean, um, you know, I'm not going to avoid the word, but you might. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I wrote it. So. I, I, I don't like to say boys. <laughs> Go ahead. No, uh, so fuck boys. It, it almost started as kind of a joke of like I was just going to write this ridiculously titled musical and it was going to just be something funny that we would do in our spare time. And then what actually was the catalyst for me writing it was um, I got dumped. <laughs> so hey. I got so I had got, revenge and anger. Well, yeah, it was it was more so like a means of therapy almost to just yeah. kind of all the things I wanted to say and do and I I couldn't so I just kind of sat down and <laughs> took a week off work and just wrote a musical very as, as one does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's it's been a crazy journey and just more than I have ever expected has come out of it. And I'm super grateful like to even for everything and everyone that has seen it has responded very well to it. So it's it's just funny how out of something like bad, made something that people can relate to and respond to. Well, it's good timing with yeah. the Me Too movement. Yeah. <laughs> you've got this show's meant to be a satirical take on modern dating mm-hmm. and it's it's really terrific. And <laughs> you've got a definition of, of fuck boy. <laughs> we do. An asshole boy who's into strictly sexual relationships who will lead a girl on and let her down and then apologize only to ask for pics once. <laughs> well we also we actually have the urban dictionary definition, guys. Yeah, uh it's um The The fuckiest of the fucks, the lowest possible form of the vile, degenerate waste pouring from the proverbial asshole of society. So uh, something you've gone a bit light, haven't you? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. definitely bring the kids to this one for sure. Yes. Oh, no. So actually, it's fresh from a sold-out run and Critics' Choice Award at yeah. the Orlando Fringe Festival. Mm-hmm. So it's um, it's a hilarious one-act original musical. Mm-hmm. So tell us, um, you must have had a huge amount of laughs from the audience. Then it it was crazy people recognizing themselves in it oh for sure and a lot a lot of the the points writing the show the characters purposely don't have names so it's it's centered around four women um and two men essentially but it's all it's woman one woman two woman three woman four because writing it i really wanted people seeing it to identify with characters and say oh this reminds me of someone Mm. from their individual lives so i think that really resonates with audiences and especially the language and the tone of the show really fits you know, the social media age and things like that. Everything yes. is, it almost reads as like a Facebook post yes, almost yeah. of, of this this guide to avoiding these terrible creatures and bars. <laughs> um, and, and Orlando is really well received. And then actually the day before we flew out here, 
um, we did a festival in Tampa, and we actually, on on our way to the airport, got the word that we won Best Musical at that festival as well. Oh, so people Good. people like the so, boys. Yeah. <laughs> so a, a terrific shootout for here. Yeah. Um, to have that sort of confidence mm-hmm. and everything, but um, so. Um, you, you, it sort of takes off on um, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, to, it was Tuesday, Sunday, eighteenth to the twenty third. Yep. So you realise it's right in the footy season. You know all the finals and everything. Mm-hmm. So all the F boys are going to be yes. out. <laughs> we've, we've had a couple of them on the Facebook page commenting things. So we're trying to get them out. I think a lot of a lot of men are, are intimidated by the title. Yes. They don't want to come, but it's it's not no. it's not a show to bash men. It, no. it really isn't, and it's a show to celebrate. Uh, sisterhood and like w- the power of female friendships and things yes. like that. It's more of a, like a, gr- a personal growth story rather than just bashing and shitting on yeah, men no, everywhere. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I want to hear about the music. Like, it sort Do you of want to give a, us a sample? Yeah. 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 We, we can sing a, a little something something yeah. for you. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be really loud yeah, because it no. comes from. Yeah. Beautiful. Ready? I'm not interested, I'm not interested. Everywhere I turn, I see you, it's fine, we're fine. I have to work at six, this vodka tastes like shit. I'll just plaster on my smile and carry on, it's fine, I'm fine. Never mind, I'll find someone like you. I hope I never find someone like you. To make things clear, there's a reason I'm here, and it's not to leave with you. So excuse me, sir, I have to go. I'll call the cops if you follow me home, because tonight's the night I'm here with my girls. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine, I'm fine. Fine, it's fine, it's fine, I'm fine. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine, I'm fine. Say you won't let go. I don't need another drink, I'm fine. I have to work at six, I'm fine. There's nothing better than Adele, this is fine. I'm not here to meet a guy, I'm only here because I'm... Getting plastered. Singing songs. Questioning life choices. I'm only here because it's karaoke night. <laughs> brilliant! Oh. oh, that deserves a round of applause. Oh, That's you. sensational. <laughs> that is brilliant. Your beautiful harmony, beautiful voice. Oh, thank yes. you, thank you. So we'll just get back to that as well. Do you yeah. have a, a background in training in music and the arts? Oh. Um, no. Well, I, I have a, a degree um, in theater from uh, Florida State University, which is in uh, the Panhandle of uh, Florida um, in Tallahassee. Um, yeah. And uh, I've been doing theater for um, I could say almost twenty years. I know. Yeah. I hope I don't look that old, but um, <laughs> I certainly don't. I've been doing theater like basically my whole life. Um, so yeah. Well, a lovely bridge from Tallahassee, isn't it? That's yes. a, for singing. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I did a quick semester in um, the Savannah College of Art and Design in Savannah, Georgia, and then I. I went to UCF as well for theater. Um, but, you know, in school, I, take, I took a lot of 
music theory classes, so I, I kind of understood, in a sense, the structure of music. Doesn't explain so, the beautiful voices. No, no, that, <laughs> oh, no you too. Yeah. You've all got gorgeous. Gorgeous. Voice. Megan's Very an strong. opera singer. I Megan yeah, sings you opera. <laughs> you didn't have to say that twice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually really excited because um, I'm planning on auditioning for the Sydney Conservatorium of Music at the end of the month mm-hmm. for Brilliant. my master's degree. Oh, I oh. can see you'll be staying. Yeah. Oh, she, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's saying we'll just come back and visit. <laughs> I'm not coming home. The bug is hit. Right. Yeah. This is just so wonderful. And there's, there's echoes of some of those wonderful Broadway musicals like um, Guys and Dolls mm-hmm. where you've got people speaking over each other and uh, sort of chatting at the same time. Yeah, we've been – we kind of – my – my co-music writer, and uh, who is also our music director, Nisha, um, she and I really just ended up sitting down and discussing and diving into really contemporary Broadway shows and kind of figuring out this tone that we didn't want the classic big band kind of Broadway because the show doesn't need any kind of bells and whistles like that. We want something that is concise but emotional. Um, and we found that this style of music really helps and also tying into this theme that the whole show is set in a karaoke bar. So we sing pop songs and things like that. So we kind of tie that theme. Megan's character in particular, um, there's a lot of jokes that she is obsessed with, both Stevie Nicks from Fleetwood Mac and Adele. So a lot of her songs tie into their kind of motifs and things like that. It's a bit of a warning, as as well as being humorous and funny and everything, Mm -hmm. it's a bit of a warning to women. And um, Mm -hmm. we hear a lot of this, you know, date rape and all sorts of things, and then even men. Who, who can get a bit drunk and say they were, you know, so it's yeah. not only women who mm-hmm. talk about this, but it's, it's a really a bit about protecting oneself as well, isn't well, it? Well, it's about, it's about protecting your friends, I think, collectively. Yes, as well. So, you oh, know, solidarity. Yeah. There's, there's, uh, there are a couple of scenes where we encounter a fuckboy in mm. the bar, and it, mm. it's more of a he tries to, you know, do his thing and try to pick up a woman, and we're all kind of there to back her up. It's never, I think the, I actually read something. Someone um, I'm friends with on Facebook posted that she'd been followed home by a stranger the other day Mm -hmm. and was trying to ask for help in restaurants. And there were men working and she asked them to help her Mm -hmm. and they wouldn't. And then Mm -hmm. she went to a hotel lobby and there was a female receptionist who immediately called her a cab, waited with her. And it's just I feel like you need to support each other, protect each other, Mm -hmm. look out for each Mm -hmm. other, even if you don't Mm -hmm. know them. Mm -hmm. You read about women, you know, who come up to women they don't know and say, oh, my God, it's so good to see you. They're disturbing. Because they're being followed by someone they don't know. And you should Mm. I want to feel the empathy, isn't it? That understanding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a a lot of women especially have really connected with with that part of the show, that it's it is really just a celebration of sisterhood. But without being preachy, which is why I think men also like it. That's right. It's that balance. Yeah. Anna, you, um, you, yeah. you wrote this over a, yeah. a, a certain – how long did it take you to sort of, you know, get it from, you know, idea to, um, you it, know? It took about a month. Oh, um, yeah. wow, fabulous. It took, it took so. about a month. And, um, you know, we're constantly – one of the things that amazes me is that, you know, these people that I'm really good friends with that have worked on the show with me still find ways to talk about the show and they're still so excited about mm. it and finding new things in the script and in rehearsals with their characters. It's, it's so – crazy to me to watch how they can just bring it to life in such a way that I never ever anticipated and so it's actually funny the timeline I wrote it last August so it's been about a year and we're already 
in Australia. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, that's great. Why Would you have ever dreamt it? Yeah, no, no, not at all. Mm. And the, the process, like I said, I, I, I sat on my couch and just kind of wrote and hoped for the best, and it all came, luckily, that's very so naturally. Good. And it was obviously very therapeutic. Yes, yeah. very much. <laughs> um, it's, it's just wonderful. And also, <clears throat> in Australia at the moment, we've, we've got a lot of advertising against domestic violence, and mm-hmm. we're trying to bring men in also mm-hmm. to support women, and I think that's increasingly mm-hmm. happening. But you've got, of course, a bit of a backlash, as you probably have in America, yeah. where guys are saying, we're sick of we're being good guys, we're mm-hmm. sick of being lumped in with the bastards mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. And that's if you can get the guys in as well and see the humour and everything, that would be a good thing. Well, we, we do have men in the show. We have two very strong male characters and our, our, our actors are phenomenal and really bringing these men to life and you really fall in love with them on stage and it shows that they're not all bad, you know, but mm. we have those two male characters who are so, you know, wholesome and nice and you like to watch them and then in juxtaposition we have the fuck boy character who'll sneak in every once in a while well, so to really course, see that's that that's life isn't it yeah, yeah it does but um it's not it's not a show to bash men it's not a show to to just ruin men it's it's i think men should come see it and i think they'll they'll be surprised and maybe they'll learn something yeah. about themselves they'll definitely learn some things <laughs> and women of course will learn some things mm-hmm. the show's been described um as feminist um by Good. viewers that have Good. seen it in the that's past. what we want yeah. and we love hearing that because I think the first time Savannah heard that word in connection to our show, she was kind of like, wow, like, it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, it's so lovely to hear something going a bit off the wall too. Um, We had a a guest last week um, from Cut Opera, which is sort of the the, um, Julie Entwine's normal opera, that's what Mm -hmm. made me think of it, with modern songs and everything. So if Mm -hmm. you get a chance to see, it's now, I I thought of you because it's Rigoletto and the Cowboys, isn't it? I haven't got the, yeah, it it would be so good, but um, it's it's in Melbourne. So if you get a chance to look at that, I'm just, you know, so for your, it won't conflict with your show because your show starts um, uh, Tuesday to Sunday, 18th to the 20th. 23rd of September, from Tuesday to Saturday at 10.30pm, so nice times, Mm -hmm. and um, Sunday 9.30. We do find that uh, the more you drink, the more you enjoy the show. Oh, isn't that funny, that? (laughs) (laughs) bit like six. That's exactly. (laughs) So go have a nice nice couple of drinks at a bar and then come see us at 10.30 and you'll you'll have a really good time. Okay, so that is the Fringe Fringe Hub. Hub. Yes. Lithuanian Club, 44 Errol Street, North Melbourne, for the Melbourne Fringe. Yeah, we were actually there yesterday. We got to see kind of a little sneak peek of the venue itself, and so we're very excited. It's a um, a perfect size venue, and beautiful. I, I think everyone's really going to enjoy right. it. Right. Yeah. Oh well, we have thank to go now. But thank you so much. And and so how much. long are you actually in, in Australia? Are you going to do all of Australia? Oh, sort well, of? we're going to stay in Melbourne. Um, we're here till October first. So okay. we're, we're here for a long time. Yes. Um, we're currently staying in like a little suburb right out the city um, and then in about two weeks when the rest of our cast flies in um, oh, we'll be beautiful. moving more uh, like downtown Close. yeah yeah yep. so um, we're just excited I think today we're gonna go look at the museum and yeah. see some of the the cool okay. arts and stuff yeah, that you guys fabulous. have to offer it's beautiful yeah. we'll go and have a look at the lanes the interesting lanes yes. in Melbourne and yeah. go and hear some music because a lot I would of love it that. it's yeah. very low cost and free mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. So great we've jazz got some, a lovely jazz we're, we're traveling there. on a budget so yes time speaks to us so I I just like to thank our guests, um, musical comedian Ashley Clark on earlier, mm-hmm. who's developed creepy songs from my childhood cartoons. 
And Savannah Cassidy-Peterson, writer and director of an original musical and dramatic comedy, Folk Boys the Musical, which is part of the Melbourne Fringe, together Um, with... Megan, Megan. yes. Casey. Yes. And (laughs) And of course, uh, the rest of the crew, Brittany Bennett, Glenn Lorandu, is it? Mm -hmm. Alexander... Erin uh, and John, and welcome them when they come and yeah. say we're we're friendly, you know, yeah. <laughs> aliens. <laughs> and to book, you can go to melbournefringe.com.au or info at melbournefringe.com.au, um, phone 966096666.